0: From the Thinking Out Loud studios, it's the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle. The podcast that exists to help you navigate the culture of today from a biblical perspective. And to help you grow in your relationship with God. God has
1: commissioned and called you to be a light of this culture. The only way you can do that is to know the truth.
0: No matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what season of life that you're in, if you truly want to find success in that season, you're going to have to go back to the simple question of what does God say about me in this moment?
1: There's no shortage of information in this culture, but there is a shortage of truth. Welcome back to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Kevin Wilson.
0: And I am Kyle, and we have a show for you today. Just before us getting on air, we had a little bit of a discussion. I want to let you guys in on this discussion.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Before you keep going, listen, man. You just said, I'm Kyle Winslow, and we have a show for you. Sounds like Veggie Tales.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> The product of having a two-year-old no I'm just kidding yeah I guess <laughs> but, we- but listen we were talking <laughs> we were talking about food as usual we're talking yeah. about food and um got on the topic of pizza and what was your favorite pizza to this day franchise wise jets is just it's my favorite pizza there's just there's just no other way of getting around it now I've discovered mm. a local friend of mine who has better pizza than Jets, but we were talking about Jets Pizza, and I don't know that it was so much, and this is where our conversation went, I don't know that it's so much that I like Jets Pizza than it is that I like Jets Ranch with mm. the pizza. And mm. talking about how, uh, and I told Kevin this, I said, Kev, I don't even like Hidden Valley anymore. Like, I, if, <laughs> if it's Ranch... I want Jets Ranch. And if it isn't Jets Ranch, it better have the same consistency of it. It better be just like, at least in the same ballpark as Jets Ranch. And so we started talking and Kev, you want to, br- you want to bring up one of the statistics you found out about Ranch itself? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how true
1: this is, but I've heard that ranch is the official sauce for black people Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) so it came from kev man it didn't come from me (laughs) (laughs) i don't know
1: any black person who does not like ranch like i love ranch you know i can't eat it anymore because it makes me sick now for some reason but it is my number one And go-to no matter what
0: so listen i'll i'll back that statement up with personal experience my best friend in the whole world it's no secret he's black okay his name's donald he'll tell you he's my best friend and uh he introduced me to the idea of ranch and barbecue sauce mixed and Mm. and ranch and hot sauce mixed and so it's consistent. That ranch was it it was the <laughs> consistent variable in even those two. And uh I, I to this day I remember making chicken rolls with just like the tortilla bread, a little shredded chicken, and there would be some sort of ranch, something in that chicken roll. And so <laughs> listen, it, it it made me think about this, and I didn't talk to Kevin about this, I wanted a way to get on air. But Kevin, do you like hot sauce? I do not. Ah. Oh. Why does that surprise me? Why does it not surprise me? Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> I, listen, I don't.
0: Yeah.
1: You you're just the anomaly. That's what it is. I, I don't like watermelon. I don't like. I don't like hot sauce. Oh, I don't God. like chitlins.
0: You don't like steak.
1: <laughs> I don't like steak.
0: Okay. Well, I have a certain beef with hot sauces, and I was talking to a guy on social media, and it was specifically about Tabasco sauce. And oh, yeah. and he was like, "Why does Tabasco sauce taste so nasty? Like, what is it?" About? And I put on. I said correction: Tabasco sauce tastes like vinegar, like flat out vinegar. It's just mm. another form of vinegar. And so we were getting on the topic of food, and it, Kevin got me mad because I'm a foodie, and I started going down this rabbit trail of why I don't like certain pizza, why I don't like certain ranch. Now I'm on this trail of why I don't like certain hot sauce, and so. There we are. We're talking about we're talking about hot sauce ranch and pizza on a rainy Saturday and I am stuck trying to stay on a diet. So,
1: yeah, man. I look, I am all about ranch, but I we should let's talk about pizza for a second. So, I know we mutually know of a person who has some amazing pizza which I haven't had yet, which I am very interesting because pizza is like one of my favorite foods
0: when you when you are in a picture with this guy and somebody comments from 45 minutes away from where this guy lives and says how do you know my pizza guy that's how you know his pizza's good when (laughs) when he when you feel like you just turned from talking about pizza to talking about a drug deal that's how you know (laughs) i wouldn't mean your pizza guy that's my pizza guy you know what i'm saying like that's how you know that pizza's legit
1: yeah, and I can't wait to have some. Like, hey, pizza is just amazing. I literally could eat pizza every day. Like, at, like I, I don't think I'd ever get tired of pizza. I can eat it cold. I can eat it hot. I can. It doesn't matter. That's why
0: it's cold and hot. Like you can eat it. However, it's just if it's accessible, it's there. It's good. You know, it's gonna be good. All right. It's just yes. It's just different versions of good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. A
1: hundred percent. I can eat. Listen, I can eat DiGiorno. I can eat tos, uh, that Tostino's or whatever oh, it is. Oh, the Tostino? Like,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: man. It's like, it, and that's probably bottom feeder pizza. But that stuff is probably cardboard you text that the we're wife, eating.
0: You tell her, honey, I'm on my way home. Put that oven to 350. Set the timer yes, to 12 queen. minutes. Yes, Yes. Mm. <laughs> You know what I do too. You know what I do is I sprinkle a little extra on those pizzas. So I just oh, get yeah. the cheese one, and then I put my own little stuff on top of it. Throw it in the oven. Put the light on so I can yeah. watch it cook. Yes. Because I like yes. watching my food come to life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Oh Listen, man. You know we were talking too earlier about uh, you know different pizzas and and you know eating at different places. And I was telling Kyle about this place in uh, Chicago because we love to go to Chicago. We try to go like once a year, twice a year, whatever. And there's a place called uh, Luminato's in uh, Chicago, which has some fantastic pizza. And I'm sure I'm going to get some Chicago listeners that's going to email us and tell us about all these places that are even better than that place, which, hey, go ahead and do that. And if you hey, listen, if you're in Chicago, because I go every year. And you have a favorite pizza place. And please, not Giordano's. I've been there. It's not that great. You know, oh. I, it's the, fight me. Fight me. It's not that great. Try me. <laughs> <laughs> you right. Because huh? I throw hands. Um, <laughs> but if you live in Chicago and you're listening to this show and there's a better place than Illuminato's, let me know. Because you can message us on Facebook you know, email us, whatever you want to do. But I'm telling you, that is the best pizza I have ever had in my life. And my family feels the same way. And we're pizza snobs. Now, every Friday is pizza at my house. So we always look forward to it. We already know my wife doesn't have to figure out what she's going to cook. She knows we're getting pizza from somewhere. So.
0: <laughs> well, it's safe to say that pizza is definitely part of your culture in your home. But let's switch over. You're going to like this segue. Let's switch over to cancel culture in society. And so, (laughs) folks, we have, now that we've made you hungry, go ahead, put on that Tortino's pizza, spark it up for 12 minutes, sit down and enjoy some of this. We are going to talk about cancel culture with you today. And it's it's a topic that I don't see us not coming back to in the future just because it's a growing topic. It's a growing issue. It's it's an issue that's always been around now that I think about it, but because of social media and because of news platforms, it's more specified, it's more individualized, and it's probably more prominent than we've ever seen it before. And so we're going to talk about cancel culture today. And real quick, just to kind of give you an overview of what cancel culture is, because I have a feeling that many of you have experienced cancel culture. I have a feeling that many of you, many of you have been a part of cancel culture but you didn't know it was called cancel culture. So by definition, cancel culture or call out culture uh, is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles either online or in the real world or both. Basically, those who are subject to the cancel culture, they're said to be canceled. I mean, it's 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 that simple. You either stop giving support to that person Um, after they've done or said something that that you've considered or you've deemed offensive. Simply put, it's a way of boycotting. And the starting point of cancel culture and why I think it's been around a lot, it's no secret Kevin and I have grown up in the church. And I I, I may be going out on a limb here, but maybe the church started this in in a way. Maybe we've kind of been a part of it in a healthier way canceling things that don't agree with what you believe, right? And, yeah. and in a way that we've done that is we've just not associated ourselves with certain organizations because they believe, let's say if they support abortion, well, obviously we don't support, we don't believe that abortion should be legalized or we we support life. So we ostracize, right? That organization, we cancel any kind of support to that organization. That's just one example. I know of current examples now in the church where kids are being removed from schools because of certain stances that the schools are taking, and mm-hmm. that is a form of boycotting. What we're doing is we're saying, our kid is no longer going to your school, you're no longer getting our money, and this is why, right. because we're taking a stance. So, the starting point of cancel culture, and this is really where I think we're going to camp out today on cancel culture, is where's the line? What mm-hmm. is, what's the healthy... Part of cancel culture, what's the healthy part of call-out culture, and what's what's taking it to the extreme and what's the unhealthy part of it. And so, to give you a little background, cancel culture really started with the cancellation or boycotting of famous people. That's when it became prominent, where we started seeing it in the media, in the news. Basically, any type of celebrity, any type of sports figure who had some sort of social influence. If they were involved in unethical actions, unlawful situations, uh, example, R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. Canceled Mm -hmm. R. Kelly. R. Kelly music. I mean, anything to do with R. Kelly. If if you don't know a lot about R. Kelly, go ahead and research it. It's not going to take long for you to figure out. He was involved in some very unethical situations. Guys like Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby. I mean, these are guys that we've seen become... At the pinnacle of their career, just these influential figures that, because they were involved in something unethical globally, these guys were cancelled from even mm-hmm. being being a figure in a social world or a public world view and It's to the point now where the r. Kelly situation has been in the justice system for a long time, but his partner, one of his one of his assistants in music, just recently she was she's still in the music world. And she just mm-hmm. tweeted out at like 2 in the morning how hard it was for her to continue to make music without her advisor, in R. Kelly, there. And, and all she mm. was saying, for example, all she was saying was, listen, this guy helped me develop music. He taught me how to do this. I mean, he was a pioneer of what we know some of R&B to be today, some of what we know R&B to become today. And here he is. He's ostracized. He's, he's taken completely out of that genre now. Not even spoken mm-hmm. of to the point to where even if you mention his name in your tweet, you're on the verge of being canceled. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of where cancel culture is at now. So it was at the point where, Kev, we, it, I feel like it got off on the right foot. We, yeah. we were canceling yeah. bad agenda. We were canceling just horrible, horrible people. Basically, the message was we don't support that action. Okay, that right. is not something we're going to allow our kids to grow up to. But now I think it's gotten to a point to where where we're allowed to personally attack individuals, personally try to shut individuals down based on their beliefs over topics that could go either way. Okay, and so now what we're seeing is is if if you speak out against a certain political individual, or if you support a certain political individual, if you speak out against a certain community of people. Or if you support a certain community of people, you're looking at this, a loss of job. You're looking at a denial of a job. You're looking mm-hmm. at public humiliation. And so what started as a simple method to push for justice, which I think is awesome. I think if we're going to push for justice, let's do it. Let's do it on all platforms. But all right. what, what started as a simple method to push for justice is now a method used to push agenda and any time that you're going to push agenda there is going to be a level of unhealth involved in that and so what we're seeing now is there's no balance and we're going to get into this in a minute i just kind of want to overview this there's no balance in in arguments of moral living it's either one side or the other and if you don't agree with one side then we're going to cancel the other side and so now mm-hmm. it's now it's a battle of cancelization instead of a fight for justice instead of a fight for truth okay And so what started out as everyone should have a voice, because that's what cancel culture was. Cancel culture Mm -hmm. was, hey, I'm just a simple youth pastor in the Detroit metro area of Michigan, right? But I don't like what Harvey Weinstein and all those guys are doing in Hollywood and and, and in the big structure of their business. Well, now I have a voice to say, I don't agree with this. Why is he on my social media platform? I don't agree with this. Why are they still producing movies with this, this individual in it? And Hollywood heard that voice, and they shut it down. And not only right. did Hollywood shut it down, but now FBI investigations are going on. And, now, and so, cancel culture was, in its original form, it seems like a very healthy thing. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Because yeah. what it did was it highlighted the truth. And not only did it highlight the truth, it, it called for action. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the, the mm-hmm. reason it called for action is because we no longer supported movies on Netflix, was because we no longer supported movies in the theaters, was because we no longer supported even watching news, press, held conference over these topics. They were losing money. And so now they had to investigate and show okay, we're not going to stand for this either. However, I think it's taken a turn. Now, what was used, what, what was being used to highlight the truth, mm-hmm. may now be used to hide the truth. and and so how do we find this balance where should we draw the line on cancel culture how do we balance cancel culture when we're arguing a set of beliefs because Mm -hmm. when it when it comes with setting the beliefs for whatever we're talking about in culture we can't just cancel one perspective and then just push another perspective but that's what we're seeing in culture Mm -hmm. uh when it comes to unethical actions well, we need to find, as a, as a society, what unethical is. Because what we're right. seeing now is, well, what one side of, of, of the spectrum says is unethical. The other side's saying, well, how unethical is it? And now we're canceling a certain perspective. Is a simple offense really something that we should cancel a person over? Because, being honest, again, people are losing their jobs over making a statement that it, it's, their, it's their freedom of speech to make a statement. But they're going on a platform and they're saying, hey, listen, I don't agree with this and here's why. And it could be an educational statement, but because they didn't agree with a certain agenda, it's now labeled offensive. Well, now you're going to lose your job over it. And so I think, and I'm going to leave you with this, Kevin. I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to come up for air here. (laughs) I think that cancel culture is good and bad. And here's why. I think censorship is one of the biggest hindrances to truth. But I Mm -hmm. also think censorship is, again, another hindrance to truth in a different way. And let me explain. I think there's a time and there's a a time and place for censorship. And I also think there's a time and a place for a lack of censorship. I really do. One of the objections to cancellation is that it chills open debate and makes people self-censor. That's good. Mm -hmm. I think people should self-censor. But I also think... That there should be a time where people need to get the truth out, no matter how hard it is to tell it. And and there's going to be times where when you say truth, it's just going to offend people at times. And I think that if we over-censor things, we negate truth in debates and in conversations. And I think that's where cancel culture has left us as a society today.
1: Yeah. I And I appreciate you really giving a well-rounded view of that. because. You know, when I look at kind of what everything is going on right now, I just feel like we're going down the wrong road. I, I, you know, we're just having an open and honest conversation about it. I mean, I, I'm just kind of talking raw here. I, I don't feel like that we should go down the road of everything is censored. I mean, we're looking at what Twitter's doing right now. Facebook's doing right now. If it doesn't agree with the narrative that they think is right, they're censoring it. Yeah. I think that's insane, yeah, like we cannot like i i, I like in, in, in i I guess the, the the problem that I have with it it only seems to be on one side
0: and it's, that and that's what I meant by getting a little more specific is listen, cancel culture's fine as long as it's fair, but what we're right. seeing on our social media platforms is and it's no secret okay we're not we're not being biased here okay it's it's no secret mm-hmm. there is a certain side of agendas being pushed, and there's a certain side being silenced, and, right. and there's a little. There could be a little bit of truth in both. There could be truth in one side. It could be, whatever the case is, we're not allowing for truth to be totally perceived in anything.
1: I agree a hundred percent, and I and I think what what we're doing is we're going down a road where you know our our country was built on free speech. Our company, our our country was built on. You being able to have a voice just as an individual and I look, I am not a, a offended when someone else has an opinion that is completely opposite of mine. And that's what they truly believe. I think what I I think where I have an issue Is when somebody has an opinion about something that they have not studied, they have not researched, and clearly their opinion is based on the media or just some buzz thing they heard and all this other type of stuff. Like, it's not an educated opinion. It's an opinion because it's the popular opinion. And that makes me want to shut them down, which I won't, I will but it makes me want to. But just because I want to doesn't mean that they should be shut down. And- I feel like that's kind of where we are in society. It's just like, okay, well,
0: you know what? You didn't say something I like, cancel you. like Exactly. And that's where, if you're listening, listen, you're a part of it. You're a part of cancel culture. We all are, unfortunately. Yes. Yep. Beware of that. Because when one side says, well, cancel culture exists because we have a voice, there's also the side that says, cancel culture exists and we have a voice unless you offend me, then I'm going to cancel you. Right. well now you're defeating the whole purpose of it we use cancel culture and we should be using cancel culture to cancel out the unethical acts okay to cancel out let's just be honest the sex traffickers to cancel out the pedophilia to cancel out the agenda that these children okay are just they're, they're not valued that was the origination of this in the media but unfortunately, it's taken a turn of well, if that's not acceptable, then I need to cancel out for the stuff that I don't think is acceptable either. Listen, there's a, there's a there's a huge line between right and wrong, and there is a specific line between legal and illegal. I think that's a place where cancel culture can exist. The 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 moral dilemma debates, the 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 belief debates, all of those debates. Again, everybody has a voice. But be careful not to just say, well, I have a voice because I believe this, but I'm going to cancel everything outside of that. That's where debates need to be at times censored, not canceled. And then at times uncensored, they need to be healthy debates because unfortunately, there are just so many sides to different moral debates. And again, yeah. it, it's not a debate of, well, you're wrong. I'm right. And it's a debate of how I choose to live my life. Okay. Okay. And I'm i raising two girls right now in a world where I'm scared that what I teach in the home isn't just going to be censored, but it's going to be canceled in the school systems. It's going to be canceled on the media. It's going to be canceled through any kind of publicity. I have Mm -hmm. a freedom of raising my daughters in my belief. I have a freedom of teaching my daughters what I feel like is right or wrong in the world and what I feel like is ethical and unethical in the world. And I feel like as a parent, that's my right. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's my job. As a justice system, it is now their job to cancel the support of any kind of crime going on in any sort of social influence figure out there. And I think that's where the divide has just meshed now. And we've just, we've just allowed cancel culture to run our life.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that you know, there are certain things that we should all cancel. Like, it's just for the betterment of society, right? Yep. So people like R. Kelly and the things that he did, like, cancel him. Like, he's done. Yeah. Like, we 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 don't want to listen to you. We don't want to hear you. We don't want to, like, I just, I, you know, get yourself together. And I'm not, and, you know, and I'm not saying, sh- you know, shut the door on him to where he can't be rehabilitated. But what I'm saying is, as far as you being a, a leader and a, an icon in our society, I'm sorry, we're not going to have an icon that rapes little girls. No, you're just like, no we're longer just, an icon.
0: We're, we're the right, me, the just, message is you're very talented, and now you're going to have the ability behind bars to get rehabilitated. But our message is we don't support that. We don't support what you did. And so unfortunately, right. we're going to have to cancel what your music really did was about. Right. Um, yeah, and so that's that's yeah, the part I, of cancel culture that I can not agree with.
1: Yeah, I think we should all we should all have things that we rally around and, and, and cancel. I think, I think the issue though is it's hard when people make certain things like, you know, gay marriage or rights for the LGBTQ community. Um, it's hard because if we come out and say, Hey, that's a sin, or that's not right, or whatever the case may be, it's like, well, that's their human right. Cancel all Christians. Cancel, you know, whatever. Cancel this podcast. Cancel, you know. And it's like, you know, we can all have opinions about that particular thing. Now, if 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 someone took that down to to one person and said, "Hey, this one person is going around raping people or whatever," cancel that person. Don't cancel everything about the situation. Right. You know, because everybody has. You know, a right to free speech, and I just think that young adults and youth right now, I don't think they understand that they are watching the eroding of America as we know it, like the only reason why America is great is because of free speech is because we can all go to the polls and vote for whoever we want to, and that person wins or you know we can have an opinion and there's talk shows and there's podcasts and there's like all of these there's newspapers magazines and we can say whatever we want to say in any of those forums people have websites they can say whatever they want we're not in north korea where everything is censored through the government and you must say that you love the government or else you can you're pretty much dead like, that's not, we don't want right. to live in that kind of society. But I'm telling you, that's where we're headed if we don't, if we continue the unhealthy portion of cancel culture. You, you, you know, because if we continue the unhealthy, it's going to be like, oh, well, that person didn't say what I, what I wanted them to say, cancel them. And you're going to go on Facebook. You're not going to be able to have an argument with anybody. You're going to be able to have a discussion with anybody because all it's going to be is everybody with your point of view, which I'm telling you, you think you want that? You don't want that. Like, we help each other out. You know, by me getting the other opinion. I'll tell you right now. I study and research and listen to a lot of people that has opinions completely I mean completely opposite of me. But I do that because one, it sharpens me. It helps me to know one where they're coming from mm-hmm. because It's you know people disagree with people automatically without even realizing or understanding where a person is coming from. Right. You know there are certain people that says Black Lives Matter, and that that when you when they say the word Black Lives Matter, they're pretty much saying they support everything that Black Lives Matter supports. They, They they will they will loot, they will riot, they will whatever. But then there's other people that say that Black Lives Matter. And it means something totally different. They're just basically saying, I'm not saying that white lives don't matter or Chinese lives don't matter or anything like that. I'm just saying because of what's happening in the culture today, black lives matter. Right. And so I don't want to just automatically cancel somebody because they say something and I don't even know, you know, it's, it's, it's a very dangerous slope to go down.
0: And it's unfortunate that people have been canceled for stuff like that. They've lost their jobs for stuff like yes. that. Again, we are not in a communist nation, right? Let's just flat out put it out there. So, the fact that we can lose our jobs for posting something like that. Now, I understand, you know, the, the moral issue of someone getting on there and just having a racial comment that just, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no place for that. And unfortunately, not unfortunately, you're going to lose your job because here's the deal. We have to, we have to do our best at eradicating stuff like that. But the, again, that's the place where cancel culture should exist, okay? Mm-hmm. Where, where the, all, the, all people can get on that common ground and go, yeah, that's evil. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, no matter what religion I am, no matter what set of beliefs I have for the home, no matter what it is, no matter what background I came from, that right there is a common enemy. That's mm-hmm. where, that's where cancel culture belongs. Yeah. But, yeah, but getting out there and saying, Hey, this is what I believe about same sex marriage, or this is how I'm going to raise my family, or this is what I believe about the black lives matter campaign. And here's, here's what I've researched. Here's what I found. People have gotten on social media and they've done that and they've done it in an educated way because again, they're just trying to get truth out to Right? their perspective and they've come into question with their jobs. And, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's taking it too far. I feel like if one side's allowed to say, and I'm just going to be blunt, if one side's allowed to say, well, I support all that and keep their job, then somebody who comes alongside and says, I don't support that campaign and I don't support that slogan should also be able to keep their job. There's a fine line between racism. There really is. And I think that we've muddled that up enough in cancel culture to to not understand where that where that even leads. And so... I think that, as a people, we have to use censorship ourselves, like yeah. like you know what I'm saying like if I'm going to come out against something, I need it one, I need to make sure that it's in the right heart, okay, uh, uh and I need to make sure that I'm educated on the topic, and that when I do articulate why I'm saying what I'm saying, that people can understand, but secondly, if I don't understand, if I'm on the flip side and I don't understand it's not an immediate hate train, it 's not an immediate i'm going to attack this person, I want them to lose their job. People's livelihoods are at stake over some of the most simple conversations that we can have as human beings. But we have been trained to just cancel. Don't agree with Mm -hmm. me. Cancel. And unfortunately, now we're raising a a generation of students that are afraid to stand up in the face of adversity. They're afraid to stand up for truth because not standing up for truth is far less harmful for them. To stand up for truth. And what they don't realize is complying to what's not true is actually far more harmful for you. So we're in the battle right now. Where would
1: we be today if people like Martin Luther King, you know, think about the era that he was born in and the things that he did? The common thing was that black people were inferior and that, you know, white people were the superior race. And what if he was canceled? Just saying. What, what if he was just canceled? Because he didn't have the idea that was the prominent idea of the day. I would not be sitting here with Kyle, most likely, on a platform to share my opinions and my feelings about anything as a black man. If he was canceled, <laughs> you know, because look, he went against the grain of society. What he was saying was not what society was saying, right? Like that's not what he, you know, and he could have been, and if he was in this culture, he could have been canceled, right? Right. Right. And and this is what you, this is what people don't understand is that we have to be careful that we don't censor new movements or new things that could bring actual light and life and a, a good way forward. Just to America in general, you know, but if you start censoring everybody and no one no one feels like they can write a book, no one feels like they can put anything on Facebook or like Kyle said, or else they're going to get their job taken away like that's that you 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 don't want to live in that society. Because here's the thing. It may not be happening to you today. Right. But it's right. coming. Right. Because it's you're, coming.
0: I'm glad you said that. I am so glad you said that because what you're you. I don't want say you as if I'm preaching to you. But if you're unfairly using it, what you're doing to somebody today is going to come back to bite you tomorrow because you're infringing on their rights. And what you're saying to the government is, I accept this infringement, okay? And then it's just going to be a slope into that direction. And one day you're going to look back and go, how did all this happen? Because we were selfish enough to allow our situation affect someone else's freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're still yeah. all American people, so it's going to eventually trend that way for the entire nation
1: right and And I think the church I, I think we just have to i mean obviously you know we can't back down on what we we feel and what we know is right and what's true. We have to continue to speak truth. um I think we have to do it in love and and i think even as as the church, I think we need to be fair with people who don't agree with us, yeah, again, we can all stand together on things that are unethical, immoral and that are crimes. Right. We can all stand shoulder right. to shoulder right. in, in those things. But when it comes to things where, you know, the church is expecting the world to think like the church does, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. They can't. So, I'm not going to cancel and and this it goes back to something we talked about many shows before. I'm not going to cancel Target because Target decides to do whatever Target does. Target is not a Christian. Like Target is not, you know what I'm saying? Like Target is going to do what Target does because they want to do what they have to do for money. Like they don't care. Like that's not, you know, and so for me to put them up to a standard and say, Target, you better do this and you better do that. They don't know God. They don't understand. So they, and I'm not saying, and listen, if you feel convicted not to shop somewhere based on this or that, please don't shop there. Because whatever you can't do, whatever you can't do in faith is a sin. So please, if you if Target comes out with a policy and it and and you feel like you shouldn't shop there anymore, don't shop there. Right. And don't say, well, Kevin, Kevin said, you know, that it's OK. No, I didn't. I'm telling you to follow Christ. What I'm saying is uh, me personally. I am not going to cancel a store because of a policy that they have that I don't agree with, because there's a lot of things that a lot of people do that I don't agree with, but I still use their products, right? I I still wear shirts that I know that somebody over in Tanzania probably only got paid a dollar for that that whole month, if that, for that whole month, right? So if I'm going to cancel... Target. I need to cancel Ralph Loren. I need to cancel Cole Ha. Like, I need to cancel all these people who I have zero problem with wearing their clothes, right? So that's again, we've gotta be careful. We we gotta be careful here. And the world itself will never be completely Christian. We want it to be. We're striving for that. We 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 continue to go out and then try to help change you know, allow God to change people's life one by one, but it, it just, I mean, obviously we know in the word of God, it, that'll never happen, right? So the thing that we can do is live our lives. Let's not cancel each other. Let's realize that we're going to have difference of opinions. And if, if we're a, a Christian and we have somebody that's a non-Christian, that's like saying something against us, just show them the love of Christ and show them the right way to respond to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're ultimately trying to cancel someone else's truth. But let, let me just say, you canceling it, it cuts off all line of communication of the truth you have. That's right. And so, I, I tell our teenagers this all the time, and I just said it this last Wednesday, but we can't be surprised when sinful people act in sin. Like, we, we've got to stop acting shocked that, oh, that man that doesn't know Jesus is actually rebelling against Jesus? Well, yeah, he right. doesn't know. and so. Right. And so, we got to stop stop acting so surprised. I'm paraphrasing this verse, but the Bible actually talks about how will they know unless someone preaches to them? How will they yeah. know who to call on unless someone tells them who to call on? And so, if we're yeah. just going to cancel everything and, and, and literally divide all communication from it, well, then how else are they going to know? So, I think part of it is also giving, like, there is a time, again, we set a time and a place for it. But I think if we just are so eager to cancel everything, we're negating our reach again. And we're negating them ever getting to experience or encounter truth other than their own perspective.
1: And, you know, I might get myself in trouble here by bringing this up, but in our last few minutes. But I I think this is what happened with the election, you know, and, and by the time this airs, it, it you know, we, we maybe, maybe we know who the president is. But I feel like people have this cancel culture mentality, even with the president. Well, if if Biden wins, cancel him. I don't want to see him. I don't want to talk to him. I hate this. Everything about America's awful. The end of the world is coming or the other way around. It's like, well, cancel Trump. I don't I don't everything he says is wrong. He can't do no. He can't do anything right. Every The world is going to literally erode as we know it. If he's president, I mean, guys, come on. Come on. Like it, it no matter who the president is, even if it if, he's, if it's Biden right now, I mean, at the, as, the, as of this taping, it looks like he's going to be the guy. Yeah. Right. Um, and he probably yeah. and he may will. He may be once this once this airs. But if he is, we can't cancel him. He's still the president of the United States of America. Like we have to pray for him. We actually have to honor him and love him and want the best for him. Yep. We may not agree with his policies. We may not agree with his platform. We may not agree with a lot of
0: things, but we can't cancel him. No. Like that's what well, uh, I, I don't have the funds to move out of the country, nor do I want to. Okay. Like this yeah. is part of a democracy. Okay. This is, this is what it is. And we, again, I think the church could be an example in this way, you know, yeah, and accept
1: what is. Like it doesn't mean that you agree with it. It doesn't mean that you condone it. But you accept it, you move on and you continue to pray yeah. that God would continue to speak to and visit the hearts and and the lives of men and women across the world, but especially in America because this is where the world is looking. Yeah. They're looking at us. So You know, again, I think this is a a really good point to say, guys, whatever happens with this election, just let's not get out of, like, let's not get out of uh, Christian character. Let's, I understand, everyone's, you know, mad on both sides. I get it. But we're not canceling anybody. We're allowing the process to continue. And we are going to uh, be the hands and feet of Jesus. We're going to love people. And we need to and, and what, what we do need to cancel is we need to cancel bitterness, division, strife, all of those things that we know are not that shouldn't be a part of our lives, uh, even if it's something that we hate. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Yeah. So uh, you know, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. Yikes, Think about that for a second. Yep. right? So you was mad at, you were mad at Biden and Trump today? The Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So be, be done with it by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. But it just, but, but in society, we don't, we, we just keep it going and going and going. So guys, we've got to get back to, and don't get me wrong, guys. I have the same emotion, the same feeling. I'm not trying to be self-righteous or act like I have arrived or I understand it. I get just as upset. I get just as angry. I get just as triggered as anybody else. But I am trying to learn every single day to temper myself and allow the Holy Spirit to control my my fingers, what I type, what I say out of my mouth, and who I'm canceling. I need to cancel sin, not people. That's 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 what's important. So
0: yeah, guys, that, that, and that, that's basically what we wanted to cover mm-hmm. with this topic. Obviously, it's a more broader topic right now. I have a feeling we kind of. You know, you blanket statement things, you lay a foundation out for things, and then as society continues to roll, we'll probably have a drop here or there. Do you hear about this being canceled? Do you hear about him being cancelled or her being canceled? But the conversation is that we we do need censorship from time to time. I mean there is definitely good stewardship in that. But guys, we have to also understand the power of truth. And so, yeah. um, let's just keep the balance out there. Let's not get too eager about things. And um eat your pizza (laughs) right eat your and ranch and ranch but guys thank you thank you so much for joining us today you can follow us on social media facebook instagram twitter thinking out loud podcast on instagram it's a little different it's thinking underscore out loud but you can find us you'll know our logo there when you listen to us go ahead and rate and review that will help us out tremendously and looking forward to talking with you guys next week kevin you want to say anything
1: Hey, guys, have a great week. We'll see you next week.
0: Goodbye.